Mornings with the Wash Boys. Now, from high atop the Camelback Towers in Scottsdale, from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, George Odin, partner of Arden Advisory Group, and Jonathan Kierman, Executive Vice President of Superstar Car Wash, talk all things car wash and more. Now, your hosts for Car Wash Confessions with the Wash Boys, Jonathan and George. Well, welcome to episode zero of Car Wash Confessions with the Wash Boys. I'm Jonathan Kierman with Superstar Car Wash. I'm here with George Oden of Arden Advisory Group. Hi, George. Jonathan, how are you? I'm great. How you doing? I'm all right. You, you're pretty upbeat. Well, that's because I had a Red Bull on the way over here today, <laughs> so I wanted to make sure the energy level was high, but before we get started, I think you have a confession that you have to make, and you probably don't even realize what it is. What do you think it is? Um, I don't know how long your Red Bull's going to last. <laughs> Actually, I parked right next to you, and yeah. I cannot believe how dirty your car know, is today. Filthy. Seriously. Is, in fact, you know what's funny is um, the our, our producer, uh, we were talking about it, and I said, well... I do go to car washes, then I'm like, you know what? I, I really don't because my car is absolutely filthy. Yeah, I was I was really disappointed when I pulled up next to you. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Good thing I brought some free car washes with me. I'll make sure that, that you get one on the way that. out. That's so, right. We'll have to go to the one on Scottsdale. Absolutely. That's pretty close, isn't it? <laughs> so we've been talking about this for a while, right? We've thought about doing a podcast and getting together and having this conversation. Why are we doing this? Like, what do we what do we want to accomplish? I think we have massive egos and we like to hear ourselves speak. That is true. I, I've told you before, I've never met a camera or a microphone that, <laughs> that I didn't like. So I, I've seen a lot of podcasts for car wash industry, all kinds of different things, all kinds of from the operational side to my world, the M&A world. And, you know, no, no offense to any of them, although hard not to take offense, they kind of stink. <laughs> um, and I, I'd, love to, I'd love to do something on a routine basis that doesn't turn into a shameless promotion of our two organizations that actually is not just, um, not just informational and topical for something that's, that's timely, but also something that's entertaining. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So we're going to run the gamut, you know, in terms of show topics, and we've been brainstorming about it. We're going to have guests. But I think the most important thing, to your point, is is that we want to be different, but we want to also have fun. I'm in. So, you know, my question for you is, you know, what what does success with this look like, you know, in terms of and not necessarily numbers and followers on YouTube and that type of thing, but you know, people run into us at the car wash show. It's coming up. Like, what would you like to potentially hear people say about this? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that they enjoy it. Okay. Um, I, I'd like to hear them say that they look forward to it coming out. And I'd also like people to say, hey, have you considered having this person? Or have you considered, you know, bringing up that topic? Because I don't want it to get stale. And yeah. I don't want it to be just our imagination that, that determines who's having the conversation. Um, I, I really would love that we got a broad enough audience, and it's hard to avoid numbers, right, yeah. in, in these discussions, but I would like to have a broad enough audience um, that we got a lot of different input. 
That's a great point. And I think, you know, probably one of the things we think about is is soliciting that kind of feedback in terms of what do people want to hear about? You know, you and I can bloviate for hours, but (laughs) we have (laughs) and we have. Um, But I think at the end of the day, it's going to really come down to what people want to hear about and and how can we engage that audience um, along with having having fun. And it's difficult for me because I I can get a little myopic. I know I can um, just because I I do the same thing every day. I, you know, help people sell car washes and car wash chains. So, you know, my, my focus tends to be more the, um, you know, the financing side and the M&A side. And I, and I don't get stuck in that. Yeah. I don't want to get stuck in that rut. I want us to talk about, uh, you know, the new chemicals coming down there. I mean, not that I will have a lot to add. Um, but, but I do want to have that conversation. And Unless you drink some of those. That's right. <laughs> I can tell you which tastes better. Right. Um, no, don't, don't do that at home. Uh, can't, can't you see us now? The latest TikTok craze. That's you know, exactly right. Children do not try do not, this at home. Do not drink car wash chemicals. You know, I, I think the economy is in a very interesting place. So I'd love to have some people come in and talk about that. I think there are things happening in the car wash industry. There are new players coming in. There's tremendous amount of growth of sites. I'd, I'd love to talk about that and what it means. And, uh, you know, it's a the future is incredibly bright for our industry. It is. And I'd like to, you know, I'd like to talk about why and I'd like to talk about where people could p- position themselves potentially to uh, to take advantage of that growth. Good. Well, that's that's a great starting point for us. You touched on it a little bit, but maybe we can just back up and uh, I know that the listeners, maybe they will, maybe they won't. They want to hear a little bit about you and your background and I can share a little bit of the same, but Tell us about George, and um, then what I'd love for you to do is tell us something that people don't know about you. But but let's hear about George first. Well, uh, tell us about you. I'm, I'm old, so it's going to take a while. Uh, you know, out of uh, out of undergrad, uh, I went to school in the Northeast, and out of undergrad, I actually spent six years in the Navy. Um, I was uh, I was ROTC undergrad, so owed them some time. Okay. And um, out of the Navy, I went to business school, uh, also in the Northeast, and ended up uh, in investment banking. And I had a number of jobs on Wall Street with um, big firms, little firms, um, and I also worked on the other side of the table. I was the uh, head of corporate development for Rockwell, and I was also the head of M&A for Honeywell Aerospace, which is ultimately what got me here to the Valley. Uh, I've worked in middle market investment banks, uh, Houlihan Loki, uh, which was a, just a fun firm to work for. What made it fun? It was when I started, um, they were based in, in LA. Uh, I, they're still based in LA, of course, but I, I think they're, the New York office has eclipsed it in terms of size. Um, but it was very entrepreneurial. It had a great mix of being a big enough bank with enough resources that you could really, you know, sink your teeth into some interesting transactions. Um, but you also could fly by the seat of your pants a little bit. And, um, you know, there, there was a tremendous amount of faith they had in their senior bankers to go out and make things happen on their own. And uh, I don't think you find that anymore. I think it's, um, I think things tend to be a little more rigid, a little more, uh, you know, a little more, uh, I don't know what the rigid's probably the right okay. word. All right, we'll stick with um, rigid. So, so Houlihan was a was a wonderful experience. Um, Dylan Reed, my first investment bank, was uh, I couldn't have picked a better place to start my career. 
it was uh, it it was acquired by SBC. Um, so I was at I had four business cards in two months um, <laughs> because SBC was subsequently acquired by UBS. So okay. I ended up working for UBS, um, which was uh, also a great experience, but but very very different. Talk about a a it's a behemoth. I mm. mean, it's one of the largest financial services company on earth, and it was um, that was rigid. And I don't mean that badly. I think the Swiss would take that as a compliment. Okay. So well, I'm there. not Swiss, but we'll, we'll <laughs> say that they'll take it as a compliment. I had to leave, though, because the Swiss also wear purple shirts with orange ties. Um, and I just I couldn't make myself do it. See, I thought couldn't. you were going to say something about the cheese and no. that type of thing. But okay. All right. Couldn't make enough. myself do it. Couldn't do it. So how'd you end up in your own business? So, um, Hula, I, again, Dylan Reed was huge transactions, kind of front page Wall Street Journal kind of stuff, as was UBS. Um, Houlihan Loki was middle market, a little bit smaller. And, and every step down market um, was interesting because it, your advice was more necessary. Um, the people you were helping, you were having a more direct impact on their lives. For the, for the huge deals, it was fascinating. It was great stuff. Um, you know, the boardroom drama and intrigue of doing a public transaction was kind of neat. Um, but now, as I've, you know, gone to my own thing, uh, I deal with the owners and the founders and profoundly can change their lives mm-hmm. um, through, the, through the work we do. And it's, it's just very rewarding. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of why and how I ended up. I, I have a partner, um, Jordan, who um, we started working together, I want to say 10 years ago. Um, and then we split off into uh, into Arden a couple of years ago, and haven't looked back. It's been it's been a great experience. That's awesome. So, and then personally, yeah, family. I know you have a family, but I do. I do. A I have a, a wife who is an author. Okay. Um, she is definitely smarter, more interesting, and far more attractive than I. <laughs> uh, and two kids. Um, one is at U of A. I'm, and I'm sorry. I, I know you're. I yeah, know, I know. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. There it that. is. Yeah. And I still can't believe you guys beat them on a you know half court three point shot at yeah. the buzzer. That's well, not right. We'll take it any way we can. That's get not it. right. Yeah, well, we'll that's the last time. <laughs> and uh, my daughter, uh, I she just graduated from Northwestern um, with computer science degree this past June, and then actually today, literally, she got was her last presentation. Uh, and she's graduating with her master's. That's awesome. Congratulations. So, yeah, I'm pretty. Well, I mean, congratulations. I just got a big raise. <laughs> it's kind of. That was it, why I was saying it's, congratulations. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, I, you I know, I love doing it. I love being able to do it. Um, I love stopping doing it. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And your wife, anything that the audience might have read? She has a specialty. I she know. does. She's uh, She has a PhD in literature, and um, she writes Victorian murder mysteries. Wow. And, I think they're really cool. Okay. And she goes by, I mean, she doesn't have a pen name. So Karen Oden, okay. um, everybody feel free to go on to Amazon and, uh, and buy those books. I mean, you've bought multiple copies of each, I'm sure. Uh, I'm going to get on Amazon as soon as we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but it does sound interesting. I do need to read those. So They're good. In and my spare time. She's actually a tremendous writer. Yeah. I, I'm, um, it sounds a little... I don't know, a little hokey to be proud of her, but I'm incredibly proud of her. Well, it is it is so hard. Yeah. Everybody in the world thinks they can write a book. Everybody in the world thinks they can get a book published. Let me tell you. Right. You can't. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. So to have five, 
That's pretty cool. <clears throat> that is very cool. Yeah. So let me t- share a little bit about myself too. That way, no, no, you don't no, want to know anything. Maybe enough. you don't want to know. Okay, I'm ready. Come All on, right. Jonathan. So I'm from back east. Um, if you couldn't tell, back I'm from New York, but I actually went to high school and college, Arizona State University, hence the U of A references earlier. Um, here in Arizona, and when I graduated, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to get into some sort of management. Moved back to New York and ended up going to work for a major department store in their executive training program and fell into retail and spent the next 30 years not only working for a variety of different retailers, but living all over the United States and um, spent time in the footwear business, grocery business, women's plus size business, um, women's handbags, and then underwear. Um, so kind of ran the gamut with Was it with fun that. to wear? Uh, you know, it was okay to wear. Okay. Let's put it like that. Um, in a variety of different positions from uh, operations, store operations, marketing, et cetera. Um, my very first job, though, when I was in um, high school was at a car wash here in Phoenix, um, folding towels, and moved on. Can you tell us which one? Uh, it was called Octopus Car Wash okay. down on Thomas. D- did you ever go there? No. Yeah. This was a long time ago because, like you, I am old as well. <laughs> um, but uh, but fun job, but never thought about it after I left there. Uh, and COVID hit. We were My family and I were living in Wisconsin and knew I wanted to come back to Phoenix and be by family. And so there was a job opportunity to go to work for a superstar car wash and uh, it's been almost three years, and uh, best decision I ever made in my life to join the car wash industry. Um, you joined lo- at a crazy time in Superstars history, let me tell you. I, I did join at a crazy time in Superstars history. So 28 locations when I joined, uh, 35 at the end of 2021. And that's how, uh, in case the audience knows, George did represent Superstar Car Wash um, during our transaction. So we transacted in December of 2021 with TSG Consumer Partners and brought them in as a private equity partner. Uh, and they've been fantastic. So thank you for the work that you did there. <laughs> thank uh, you for the fee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll thank Reza for that. Um, but uh, it, since 2000, end of 2021, we've doubled in size. We just opened location number 70 last week here in Phoenix, and we're expanding into Colorado. We're actually going to open, hopefully, our first Colorado location tomorrow. And we did two acquisitions in Texas. So it's we're, we're keeping busy. Um, I lead our sales and marketing and IT teams um, for the organization, and it's, it's so much fun. And I'm very fortunate that I have uh, – uh, a CEO who says, yeah, you want to go do a podcast with George? Go. So um, uh, I, I love what I do, and it's a really fun time. Um, so let me ask you this, George. Um, if there's one takeaway that you would like our listeners to walk away with you know, from today, um, or let me back up for a second. What is something that people don't know about oh, you? Oh, you did ask me I, that. I, I meant and to I, ask you I, that. Yeah, I, I meant to ask you that. Um, boy, uh, one of my first bosses mm. at Dylan Reed was a managing director named Jay Powell, who's our current Fed chairman. Very That's interesting. That's a, yeah, and it was, uh, you know, you don't, I, I wish I had worked for him after he'd been Fed chairman, because I would have, you know, hung on every word he said. Right. Um, but that was a very interesting, um, interesting opportunity, interesting to follow his career and see his, um, 
see his rise to, to that position. Have you called him recently and asked him any <laughs> kind of questions about what's going on with our... Uh... He, he told me everything. Um, okay. I know what's going to happen during the next Fed meeting. And, I, you know, I, I mean, for the right amount of money, I'll tell anyone. All right. Fair enough. But, uh, okay. Well, we'll hold that for a future episode. I'm guessing he would remember my name, but that's, um, okay. that's about it. All right. Uh, so would that be from all the emails that you've been sending him and the, <laughs> <laughs> remember me, and the cease remember and desist me. order? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. One other thing about me, I, you, you shared some personal stuff. So I, I'm very fortunate. I'm going to be celebrating my 25th anniversary with my wife coming up here in September. And I have five kids, two boys, three girls, um, two sons. I'm a proud papa, too. My son actually next week finishes his eight years in the Navy. Um, so he's, he wraps up in, uh, next week he's working on his doctoral, uh, dissertation. He is way smarter than I am. That is very much for sure. Uh, I have another son who works, um, to work on something the bar higher. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another son works in the government actually. So both of them live on the East coast. And then I have three beautiful daughters and I always like to joke around that I had hair before I had teenage girls, but that would not be true. Um, but what I can say, you can see if you're watching this on video, my beard is quite gray. It was not this gray when they were, um, before they entered the teenage years. So I have one who lives in Chicago. She's 20. Uh, another one who I'm, I will make a public announcement. Most people don't even know that she's a senior in high school. Guess where she's going to go to college. George. U of A. That would be a no. Uh, she actually is going going to go to Arizona State University. So another Sun Devil and another Kierman at ASU. So watch out. Although hopefully she'll probably be a lot more tame than I was when I was there. And then I have a 16-year-old daughter who's a sophomore in high school. So oh, That's a range. It is a range. It is a range. So I, I can feel, you know, this whole thing of them moving out and you get a pay raise because it'll be real. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, with all that money. Well, yeah, actually, I can probably like figure it out. 10 years from now. I know, but it's been staggered, you know, so I haven't really felt that impact. So, boy, 10 years from now, it'll be really nice. Yeah. It'll help. Um, all right. So back to the question that I was going to ask before is, you know, <clears throat> what is one thought or thing that you want people to take away today from, you know, our conversations? And I know we talked about what we want people to get out of it. But if you have one uh, piece of advice that you would, you know, give to our audience, what, you know, what would it be? Well, I, we promised not to turn this into, a, into an advertisement for our own organizations. Um, but I think the advice I would give is to open the aperture to what you are thinking about and what you're considering. Okay. When I started uh, working in the car wash industry and, and helping folks sell their car washes, um, it was kind of a, a, a little sleepier um, it was a little slower. Uh, people would do a, uh, a mortgage and for 4 million, they'd put in a million right. and they'd build one and yeah. then that would be built and they'd wait a little while and they'd gather another million dollars and borrow another four and they'd build another one. And, you know, the world is changing and the, the car wash industry is changing so quickly um, that I fear that people who adhere to the old models are really missing an opportunity. So I think what I would suggest in my one piece of advice is think a little more broadly. Okay, that's good. I like that. 
So now I'm going to take that question. I'm going to spin it back, and I, you can ask me the same one because I'll do this. I'll do the same thing. Is you know, I mean, your answer can't what, be as good as mine. And that mine was, was really good. That was too. very, very good. Actually, right. that was really I, that I can't top. <laughs> but I'll ask you this one: What's one piece of advice that you've given to your kids? <laughs> They're going to love this if they listen. Um, life is about call options. <laughs> life is. I like that. That's very. I, nice. You know, you get the finance angle, but yeah. it's it's creating opportunities for yourself and taking advantage of the ones that you want to. Yeah. Um, but having only one road open to you because you've closed a lot of doors um, when you're young, I think is a, I, I think that's sad. Mm-hmm. So that is the one piece of advice I've given my kid. I mean, th- there are lots of other pieces of advice. Well, we're going to get to that. Cause um, every, every, but that's a big one. Every, every episode, we're going to share one of those types of things. See, I, I have a little bit of a different slant. So, you know, I, um, I, I like to give my kids advice, but it, it tends to be kind of like off the beaten path advice. So, um, and you know, like my kids, I, when they were little, I used to tell them that I invented the post-it note or the stop sign. <laughs> and it created a lot of trust issues, but you know, I, the advice that I give them, I, I really truly hope they listen to it. So for our audience, you know, if you ask any of my five kids, they will tell you the number one thing I've always told them is never eat at a Taco Bell KFC combination. And here's the reason why they can't do both things right in the same kitchen. If you want Taco Bell, go to a Taco Bell. If you want KFC, go to a KFC. Now, is there a moral to that story? There really isn't. But I hopefully I've saved some food poisoning and those types of things along the lines with my children over the years. That's deep. Yeah, isn't it? That's I like good. That. Yeah, yeah, me too. Well, I don't know about you. This has been great. I'm super. I'm even more jazz now than um, than I was before I came in here about what we have. Um, upcoming. So episode one will be released. This is episode zero. Episode one will be released in a couple of weeks. And we're going to, we're going to tackle a pretty deep subject. We are. And what are we going to talk about, George? Uh, we're going to talk about the economy. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to talk about what we think the rest of the year is going to look like. We're hoping to have uh, a, a great guest speaker who yep. is, um, you know, deep into the capital markets and has a, a great understanding of economics. And no, it won't be Jay Powell. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> that would be very um, cool. Yeah, then people would listen. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we need to, when we put this out, um, hashtag, hashtag Jet Jay Powell. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag lie. But hashtag Jay Powell and see if we can tag him. Maybe he'll listen and call in. <laughs> so I, I think it's timely. Um, and I'd love to hear uh, our experts' opinion on the debt markets, on interest rates, because, you know, whether we like it or not, those things just drive every industry, not just car wash, but certainly uh, impacts the way we look at the world. Absolutely. Well, I'm already looking forward to that episode. So thanks. And if people do want to reach out to you or are interested in what you do at Ardent, um, would you mind just sharing the website address? It'll be in all the links. Sure. It's um, ArdentAdvisoryGroup.com. Great. And what's funny is when you start a business in 2021, um, all the good URLs are taken. Yeah. It yeah. is hard to find one that's not like 70 letters long. Right, right. But uh, so Art and Advisor Group, all one word, but that is, um, that is our website. Okay, great. And if you're in Arizona, San Diego, Los Angeles, the Inland Empire, Colorado Springs, or Dallas, Fort Worth, check out a superstar car wash. We've got 70 locations, as I mentioned earlier, or go to our website at www.superstarcarwash.com. George, it has been awesome. 
looking forward to our next episode and wish all of our listeners and viewers a, a great couple weeks. Outstanding. And hopefully, uh, hopefully there'll be a lot more for the next one and a lot more for the one after that. That is, I'm counting on that. Excellent. Awesome. Well, considering we have none now. That's right. We, it's only <laughs> upward from here. <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks, George.